Pull up a chair and join us at the table this week for another episode of Paper, Pencil, Dice, a tabletop role-playing podcast. Welcome back to Paper, Pencil, Dice, the second edition Pathfinder podcast. Tony, we ready to get going? I suppose. Let's let's get started. So, um, what happened last time? Well, we had an exciting uh, adventure trying to take down that dragonfly that uh, came down. Didn't yeah, we? our special guest uh, did an awesome acrobatic tumble for his skill set challenge and got the first uh, success. And then the successes started rolling after that. I think we've only failed like twice. Uh, a couple. We had some re rolls. We had to use some re rolls, and we got to uh, we had to blow a hero point or two, but um, mm-hmm. we got it. We got the eight successes before we got the three failures. So we got the cool. the dragonfly all tangled up and stuff. That was fun. <laughs> most importantly, most importantly, I got my locket back. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> my necklace. <Yep. laughs> just got to make sure you keep a hand on that. Oh, I will. You never, you never know when it's going to disappear again. Right. We were going to we were going to take a look at the one that we disabled that was on the ground. And then all of a sudden, we got a surprise sneak attack from two of them, right? Yeah, two yeah, of his buddies pretty, show up. Pretty yeah. exciting. Yeah. Two, um, two of the three now at this point. You, you successfully disabled the other two. Uh, two of the three, because of the explosion of the one, uh, are more or less rendered uh, unusable. But you were able to uh, disable one of them, and so now you have one that's in more or less, you know, minus a few sword marks on it, uh, and a scorch marker too. Um, more or less available, you know, usable that you can try to figure out what its origin is. So we did recover the the cube slash orb from the one drone that was escaping. And I wonder what happened to that that cube. Well, the goblin took the cube and uh, um, and then it mysteriously ended it up in mis- uh, Hub's bags. Right. I'm not sure how that actually happened. That's awesome. All right. So, but um, it would have been great to see that on instant replay. <laughs> So we will uh, we'll resume in with, first of all, um, Investigator Teak running up and going, What in the, what in the name of Lesseter happened here? Well, you know, there was these mechanical things that tried to kill well, us. I, I saw all that, but, I mean, what is it? Your guess is as good as mine. Mind if I take a look? Yeah, go ahead. Is it on the ground or is someone holding it right now? I give him the one that's kind of almost trashed. Okay, right. he, he takes it and. But I'll let him look at well, it. It's completely melted on the inside. <laughs> they must come like that. That's kind of weird. How would they ever work like that? <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. Yes, <laughs> uh, you don't get he, 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 it's passive deception. Or passive perception at that point. So yeah, he's he goes, uh, no. You have at least one that's water working, so Nope, they're all they've all been damaged. <laughs> well, I mean I did hit it with a sword. Right, right. He goes, What about that one that you guys have right there? Oh this one, yeah, this one's here, but where'd you put the cube though? Oh no. Where where'd you hide it? Gallican's gonna kill me. Who's Gallican? See the guy that smashes things. You see the guy that smashes things with a hammer? That's Gallagher. What's Ga- what is, who's Gallagher? Galkin is I never mind, I shouldn't have said that name. I gotta go. It turns around at least. I would like to ca- cast charm on him. Okay. So he gets a saving throw. So what is your save DC? 17. Okay. He goes. Well, I guess I can stay around for a little bit longer. It's what Gal- do you mean? Gelkin? Gelkin. Gelkin. Yeah, who's this Gelkin? Gelkin. 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 Who is it? Uh, he's my boss. Oh? Well, sort of my boss. He asked me to look into things here and, uh, um, you know, figure out what, uh, well, so Gelkin, uh, anyone who wants to can give me a quick society check. Uh, or city lore, if you happen to have it. All right. Um, to try to figure out what you may or may not know about the name Gilkin. Yeah, that's a uh, 25 for society. Okay. That's a critical success. That is not a critical success, but it is a <laughs> success. So, uh, Gelkin, you recognize the name as he is a goblin mob boss. 
Like he he he's kind of like an underworld okay. style guy. Um, so he was one of the he was one of the first goblins to have uh, um, essentially befriended the humans. Gil, can you say? Hmm, I feel like I've heard that name before. Is he going to be happy he lost the cue or sad or mad? I, I I I don't know. He wanted me to come and figure out what happened at the. Uh, at the at the store at the shop. How did he know that something happened at the shop? I I don't know. Hmm. Uh, boss told me to go check it out. By the time I got there, um, Radek was gone. Mm-hmm. Why? Because the cube's important to him. Uh, I I don't think the cube is important to him. Mm-hmm. But the thing was, is something ransacked the place, and it was obviously trying to make off with something specific. So. Figure if, if I'm here to investigate, obviously, if there's someone trying to steal something, my boss is probably doesn't want it to be stolen. I, I would probably, you know, self-preservation wise, probably just not tell him that you found it. That's a good idea. I, I like that idea. But, uh, yeah, so who are you guys anyway? Oh, we're just nobody. It's fine. You, you better go figure out what you're going to go tell your boss. Uh Okay, well, uh... Wait, real quick, before you leave, where, where can we find Gilkin? Oh, yeah, he's, uh... He's, uh, he's actually lives, uh... There's the... Uh, the... the uh, just in the upstairs area to the, on the building to the uh, left of Qualdir's Temple. Uh, over in the Temple District. Uh, he hides out there. No one knows that he's there. Well, okay. I, shouldn't, I shouldn't have told you that. Oh no, it's okay. We're we're reputable, strong, reputable people. Like we, there's no reason to worry about that. But um, I, you know, I should probably go. All right. But it was nice meeting you. I think. Yep. Nice meeting you. Thank you. And he wanders off. And he seems like just shaking his head. Like, why did I tell them all that <laughs> stuff? <laughs> Does anyone else need healing? Uh, yeah, I could definitely use some healing there. If you do, you have the skills that you're able to. I do. I have the pack and I have the skills. And and oh, what's your name? Uh, my name's Tegan. Tegan, nice to meet you. Are are your you name? a cleric? Are you a paladin? Um, what skills do you come a, with? Just a monk, and just happened to be one of the skills we learned in the monastery. Oh well, I'd appreciate it if you could heal me up. Yeah, when, when he says he's a monk, there's a, a, a little bit of laughter everyone hears coming off of his shoulder. Shut up, Smeagol. <laughs> so, um... <laughs> he talked to himself. That's a uh, seven hit points. Too, huh? seven hit points. <laughs> Thank, thanks uh, a lot, Tegan. So good right. you hear his voices. <laughs> I, got one, I got one more. I okay. can take some healing. Five. Five yeah. straight? Oh, is it down. plus? No, it's not plus anything unless I use both actions. Which you can, you can use all three actions to heal everyone. Oh, can I? Oh, yeah. that's right. All three. So can I do that the first one? So everyone's seven and everyone five? Yeah, that works. All right, everyone's seven, everyone twelve. All oh, right. Awesome. Full that health. That's supposed to be above full health. Yeah, so uh, just for the listeners, uh, <laughs> um, just so you know, the way the heal spell works in Pathfinder 2nd Ed is completely different than how it's worked in previous editions. So uh, in Pathfinder 1st Ed, uh, clerics had an ability called Channel, where they could use that to heal in an area, making them more effective overall healers. Uh, but then they also had the, the Cure Light, Cure Moderate, and so on and so forth uh, spells. In this, they have a heal uh, spell. It's just a spell called Heal. Um, what it does, though, is is since there's the three-action system, if you spend one action, you heal someone for 1d8. If you do two actions, it heals someone for 1d8 plus 8. If you do three actions on it, essentially using your entire turn, it still does the 1d8, but does it to all living things within 30 feet. So it's it's a it's a, a, a interesting system of a way to do healing without overcomplicating it. So... so- all living creatures or all allies? All living creatures. All living creatures. Yeah. So if you do it in the middle of combat, you're helping your bad guys. Uh, Potentially. It, it also it also wounds undead at the same time. So if you do it in the, as an area effect in undead, mm-hmm. you can actually heal your allies and wound the undead all at the same time. Nice. So, so does one action, uh, so one of those, does it consume uh, like a spell or anything like It doesn't matter how many actions you, to, you take, it does use up one charge of his spell. Oh. Uh-huh. And he only, as, a, as his class, he only has so many... Spell slots. 
So. Okay. So, um, who are you guys? I'd like to go back and, and inspect the crime scene myself, if that's okay, and see if there's anything else missing, or see if we can find where Roderick went. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I, you know, I'm a fear. I'm part of the town guard. I should really report this incident to the magistrate. It's my duty as a, as a guard, but... Uh, I would wait till you have a little more information so I have the full story. Uh, this, they, they're frown upon things, uh, you know, happening, and they're not aware of it. So there's something I really should report. Right. Well, you know, you've got the, you've got the, you've probably been with the guard for a while, so you would know more than us. Okay. Have you been on the guard very long? Oh, I, I've been on the guard here, here and there. So, been around this area for a while. As you guys uh, see, Teagle, he's in a monastery monk robe. It is brown. It doesn't look like it's fancy or anything. But if you know anything about the quality of work, it's probably the top quality you've ever seen of something plain. <laughs> It, it, it's kind of weird to the eye, but that's exactly what you see. That is the best potato sack I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> right? right? Something like that with a hood. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see Dan. Um, when you, if you, if you watch Teagle's eyes closely, you can actually see them. They're they're black, but you can see the gnomish eyes kind of shift from a an orangish tint to uh, a lightish uh, gold tint. It kind of seems to happen in waves. Hmm. Does that seem normal for gnomes? Uh, I don't know. Would you know anything about gnomes? And Do you have no more? I, I know gnomish. Uh, <laughs> you don't really know that much about gnomes, uh, you know, biological. Do they have a word that describes that? <laughs> yes. Shifty eyes? <laughs> Shifty eyes. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, so, and who are you? I am Jethal. And I am just just thought you can call me by Jethal. So uh, I saw some fancy moves back there. Are you a, a mercenary or a city guard too? No, just a uh, just happened to be a passerby that was affected by this travesty. Travesty. Are you have like noble blood in you or? Uh, I mean, perhaps. Okay, so can I sense whether he's trying to deceive me or? How does that work? No? Alright. Fair enough. And then you, sir? Oh, I'm Hup Bottlesworth. I'm actually just a simple merchant. A simple merchant? Yeah. Where did his cube go? I know, right? Is that crazy? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, now can I do the check? (laughs) You do a perception check and see if you happen to have seen it when it happened. (laughs) Alright. Nope. <laughs> nope. You, Nine. You don't. You don't know any better than he does. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, we need to find that trinket that was lost, and I'd like to see if we can find Roderick, too. And maybe Roderick knows where it's at. Oh, he said the body wasn't there. Maybe we can find some clues on where the body went. Right. Well, we didn't get into the shop very far before we were chasing that that dragonfly. Uh, I want to check. I got. I want to use my crafting skill to see if I can determine like I'm assuming it's like a clockwork type of thing for the, for the um, mechanical dragonfly dragonfly certainly you can make a craft skill and I'm just kind of curious about uh, how poorly I can roll it's uh, a 12 I'm, obviously I probably wouldn't know the maker of it but is it like a clock does it look like it's made by a clockmaker or so it, look like it, it looks like yeah it looks like it's clockwork but this you you're familiar as a jeweler you're familiar with you know the, the inner workings of like a watch and, and right. things like that but this is far beyond anything you've ever seen this is full on clockwork automaton okay so are there any markings are there like maker marks inside of it um give me a an arcana check. I will art lore too. What? Art lore maybe? You know, actually art lore, uh, I'll, uh, that makes sense. Eleven. Eleven. Well, I'm just rocking these rolls. I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, a critical rolling. success right there. <laughs> <laughs> you, you happen to find a, a marking in there, but it looks like it, some part of it got scratched off. So it says something lean. China. Something, <laughs> something in China. No, uh, no it says something league. Uh, the, 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 word where, the word before the word league is kind of da- got damaged in the battle. Gotcha. 
It's the Justice League. All right. Um, can anyone figure out if there's some sort of homing beacon or something on this, or how they were controlling it? If there's a, like a signal or something? Was it? I mean, the, was it magical or something magic controlled, or was it mechanically controlled? Yeah. Um, sorry, I don't have that kind of skills. Does anyone else have them? I do not. I would not know. We might be able to take them somewhere within the city. Able, you might be able to try to fit, yeah, find someone who can do it. Or I, 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 I might know somewhere in the city that we could take it. I do uh, know the city quite well. Uh, you want to do the check the shop first and then go? Um, yeah, I, I should. Uh, I, as mentioned, I, I really should report this to the guard. Uh, the captain would really like to know about this. Um, I would I'd join you guys at the shop. Okay. Well, we want to go to the shop with us, and then you can figure out if there's more information to give your captain as much information as possible. It is my duty to report things immediately. So I'm I will, not saying I will you shouldn't that. report that. I'm just saying you want to give as much detail as possible. Because what happens if we move on from the shop? Sure, sir, certainly. Uh, that's why they will sign an investigator for this. All right, so I'm going to start walking. Okay. <laughs> so we'll step away and we'll go to Aether. So Aether goes off to find his captain. It's pretty well, pretty easy to find him because you know exactly where he's going to be. I, I report to what's what's your what's your captain's name by the way? Falcon. Captain. <laughs> Falcon. Cap, captain Falcon. That's <laughs> <sighs> either that or America. I don't know who. Um, okay, what? Captain Falcon. <laughs> sure. All right. <clears throat> yes, uh, Aether. What's uh, what seems to be the trouble? Uh, you were you were escorting someone to a shop. Uh, you've been gone a while. Yeah, it, it was weird. When we got to the shop, um, we had uh, the sh- shop had been uh, vandalized or damaged in some way. Um, there was an investigator there, and. Uh, uh, what investigator? We didn't send one. I, I found that interesting as well. He, he went by Investigator Teak. Um, I think he might not be all on the up and up on that, though. Uh, the captain uh, kind of shakes his head and says, I've heard that name before. He's He keeps showing up at our headquarters and reporting things to us and showing off different things that he's found, and it's never... Uh, He's always just looking to make a quick buck. Yeah, uh, he he didn't seem to be that reputable, and uh, so uh, we unfortunately were we encountered a uh, mechanical dragonfly, and uh, we're attacked by a few other ones. Um, would you like to for me to investigate this any further, or you want to handle this off to a magistrate? Or well, if since you're already close to this particular case, I'd I'd say unless you're not comfortable with continuing it, I'd I'd like you to continue to look at it. All right, I I, I will uh, look into it and report back any of my findings then. Yeah, let me let me know tomorrow what you found out. All right, thank you. All right. and I will go back to the shop. Okay, so we'll jump back to the three of you who arrive at the shop first. So. You three uh, show up at the shop, um, and it looks like there has been, uh, there's now a couple more shelves that have been broken over and a bunch of other uh, artifacts that are also missing out of here. So there's more stuff missing. Yeah. Um, Do we hear any buzzing, buzzing? You kind of, like, as you get nearby, like, as you're just rounding the corner towards it, you do hear some buzzing over the rooftops. Gotcha. And when you get in, yeah, you find that. Hmm. More automatons? No, you don't find anything in there. It's completely empty now. So the whole shop has been emptied out. No, no, no. There's no, there's no people in it. There's still like artifacts and stuff sure, like sure. that. A few trinkets and stuff like that in there, but all the ones following behind them. Okay. At, at a safe, at healthy a safe, distance. healthy distance. <laughs> Excellent plan. Come on, hurry up! <laughs> Fall behind, dude. I'm coming. Don't worry. Um. So, you guys said you found it like this? Uh, we found it... We found it damaged, but it seems like there's been more traffic in here since we were here. Okay, and you said you didn't find a body. Was there anything else you found? We were only in here for a moment before we chased the dragonfly out. We were here for maybe five minutes. Okay, so no evidence of a struggle for... People or we were in the front of the we were in the front of the shop. There was a crash in the back, and then that dragonfly came through. So we've not been in the back of the shop. All right. Well, let's go at least behind the counter and kind of look around there and see if there's anything. Is there any items on the shelves that I recognize that are, would be of a a healing lore? 
or herbal lore? Um, you can certainly give me a healing or herbal lore, Jack. I don't have any healing. You need medicine? You have medicine lore? No, I just have the mercantile and the warfare. Okay. Well, yeah, knowledge about the subject would probably be a lore, so. Oh, okay. You can make me an untrained lore check, which would just be an intelligence check. Um, plus one, twenty. Okay. So yeah, you are yeah, um, you're able to yeah recognize there's a there's a handful of things there that are helpful for healing. Some are, some uh, some are broken, some are not. Um, there's there's things that are you know, this is uh, something that you should soak in water, and if you do it, you know when you mm-hmm. drink the water, it'll make your stomach feel less upset. This is a trinket that's supposed to help with your fertility rate, and this is mm-hmm. you know, anything that's not. That's that can be used like for healing combat type thing. I'll take it, but I'll give it back if we can find um, Robert. As far as like like major healing, Minor. like being able to like mend bones or stuff like that, or yeah, like, something like that. There's something nothing. Like that. There's nothing of that level of powers. Okay. Most of the things are like making uh, cure an upset stomach, okay. kind of stuff like that. All right, never mind. After a few moments, I see no disruption. I make my way into the building as well. Okay. Um, and I'm looking around. So, see if I can find anything evidence of a struggle between uh, people. Well, you definitely see some blood spatters on the wall behind the counter, and you see some in the front of the counter. Uh, okay. You see what appears to be a large axe mark in the middle of the counter. Okay, but nothing that tells me where Roderick went? Um, well, after enough time spent, um, you eventually find what appear to be drag marks that a body was dragged out of here. Uh-huh. Whether it was Roderick dragging someone else or someone dragging Roderick, you honestly have no idea. All right. Out the back or out the front? Out the front. Out the front. Is there a back door? There is a back door, yes. Is there? Is it a jar? It is a door, not a jar, but it is open. <laughs> <laughs> is there holes in the roof? There are, no, there are no holes in the roof. Okay. Uh, I'm going to follow the drag marks, see if I can see where they're leading towards. Yeah. Any dragonfly tracks? <laughs> Where the shots are. <laughs> <laughs> Any dragonfly droppings or you know, mechanical <laughs> gears that are laying around? You do see, when you get into the back, you actually see another of these uh, dragonfly automatons that's back there that appears to be almost cleaved in half. Gotcha. Like with an axe? or Like with an axe, yeah. D- uh... I don't know anything about Roderick. I was only told to find Roderick, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know what his background is. If he's a axe-wielding mat murderer or anything like this. Do you know Roderick? What do you know about Roderick? Is he a... He owns the shop. Um, he's very competent, very... And his prices, I've never seen him carry a weapon. So what you know of Roderick is he is a large dwarf. Okay. Uh, so he's large for a dwarf. dwarf okay. Dwarves are not known for being tall, which he isn't, but he's... <laughs> He's, uh, you know, he's, 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 you know... He's human size. Hefty. He's hefty. He's wide. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's mostly muscle. Yeah. Um, he's older. Um, you know, he's probably, you know, nearing 200 years in age, you would guess, not necessarily knowing that, that much about the age of dwarves. Um, but he's always been friendly, but he's also been one person who... Rumors have it that no one messes with him either, <laughs> because... While he's nice, that only potentially extends so far. Yep. So he's not fat. He's big boned. He's big. He's big muscled. <laughs> big muscles. All right. So, anything outside from the tracks? Can't tell which way the body um, went. Give me a perception check on that one. Fourteen. Um, it looks like he was dragged out and then a little bit to the left, and then the marks actually stop. Um. If you were to hazard a guess, he might have been picked up at that point. Okay. Or maybe he was disintegrated. Honestly, you have no idea. All right. Awesome. All right. So go back inside. Hey, the track stop outside. Did we find anything else in the other rooms? This is a traffic. I mean, it's a heavily trafficked area, right? Uh, it's so it's in the market district, but it's kind of off to the side. It's it's like so it's you have the main market area, and then this is kind of like one of the little alleys that goes off of the main beaten path. So not really. There's there's a lot. There's a fair. There's a couple shops down this way, but it's this is probably not the heaviest foot traffic area. And there's people milling around and. Da, 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 da. There's there there's there's probably at any given time there's between one and three people out in the alley. I'm just wondering. Or out, out in the road in front. Do we find out if? people heard something, if they saw something, if they... 
if they, I mean, are there people to ask yeah. and do some investigation? You can be a stuff. diplomacy check to see if you can. Great. I love diplomacy. I doubled it. So eight. 22. Okay. He did a much better job. So you go out and you start talking to people and there's people like, I don't know anything. And eventually you just grab one and like, why won't you tell me anything? <laughs> um, at which point uh, Tegan comes out and kind of sort of seems to be able to use the fact that you were being a little bit more aggressive with him to the advantage of getting them to talk to him. Like, why don't we come over here and good talk? Pi- good cop, uh, bad cop. Away, away from that, that, that crazy human over there. <laughs> And eventually, you, you, you pull them off to the side, and you have a conversation with them. Uh, and uh, they are well, they tell you pretty much, yeah, we, we I didn't see it, but I, I heard a, a loud scream and some fighting, and I came running over here, and there was these, these things, these little flying giant bugs, and then there was a big one, and it, all I saw, I didn't see... Roddick, but I did see it walking away. Maybe he, maybe it had him. It walked. Yeah, it was a big, big thing that looked like the dragonflies. It didn't have wings, but it was like the size of a horse. Dragonfly tracks. And there's, and there's no tracks. That's weird. Well, there's, there, yeah, you look, like there's tracks of like horses, but there's always tracks of horses. Oh, okay. So this would have made the same tracks as a regular horse. So that's why I didn't catch. That's why I didn't catch it. What is it? If there's tracks, with the, tra- the tracks like, is it a paved street? Is it a dirt, it's a dirt road? Dirt road. Yeah, so I should have seen the f- footprints of this thing. It must have looked like a like a regular horse. Okay. Can we uh, use like survival to do a tracking of it? You certainly can. I don't have it. Anyone else got it? Yeah, perception. Do- perception doesn't get you super detailed information. Though. Survival does for tracking. I have a whopping eight. To how, how many? How far did there they have been? In? There have been several horses that have come in this area. <laughs> I could track it down. Are you back? I'm not back yet. Eventually, yeah, uh, Aether does show back up at about this time. Hey, it looks like some automatons possible. Uh, there were horses that came through here. <laughs> there were horses? There were horses. Possibly carried off Roderick. We can't seem to figure out which way they went, though. Well, let me see if I can, can track it down here. I've done a little bit of tracking in my time. Uh, but uh, I'm pretty sure I, it's it's a little muddy for me. I uh, rolled an eight here, so another <laughs> <You better> eight. <laughs> Apparently, that experience didn't pay off. <laughs> you saw the horses too. <laughs> there was there's many horses. <laughs> One of you guys got a hero point would or like, something. Would like to check if there's anything of arcane value in the store. Um, how are you doing that? Mm, uh, let's go with an elven nature and using elven lore. Okay, that sounds good. Uh, that is a 22. Okay. Yeah, you're able to, you're going through some of the other trinkets. There are, um, there's actually a small uh, book of, uh, it's, it's not magical per se itself but it discusses uh, it's it's a book sort of that contains some of the history and some of the information of what was shared with the humans uh, kind of from from the elven history the um, you know taking a quick perusal through it you know you kind of it talks a little bit about the fact that humans are the uh, that the writer of this book feels that humans are ready to join the rest of the the, the rest of the civilized races and that they think that uh, that in order to do so they, they, that the humans should be taught how to use magic and so it's kind of discussing on the different it sort of a dissertation on how what types of magic should be taught and um, you know a few examples of different spells that humans should you know with their simpler minds should be able to cast mm. I agree with this. I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. Okay. I peruse through the book. Okay. So while Jethal's reading the book, uh, what are the um, and you are still looking? You, the two of you, are still looking at muddy tracks. What are you looking at? I'd like to go back into the shop and see if th- assess the place for things of value. Okay. Well, this pretty much all the things are things of some value to someone, um, but. Uh, We'll say that you're able to, to probably... The, the main thing that you can find for value is there appears to be a 
uh, an area where he kept his cash box. Super. And you yeah. could probably is take, there you, is it still there? It's still there. Okay. It's locked. Uh, oh, well, maybe someone knows it's there. Now. At that point, you could either take the box or try to open the box. I'm going to try to check for traps and then open the box. Okay. So check for traps would be a perception. Uh, 15. It does not appear to be trapped. Perfect. Let's unlock that bad boy. Tomorrow. <laughs> it does not appear to be unlocked either. <laughs> what did you roll on your... Uh, 11 total. Uh, so, yes, it, you were unsuccessful in unlocking the lock on the, uh, the lock box, but... Is there a, uh, can, we, can we search for, like, secret rooms, things of that nature? So you can say, you, you want to search the back area? Yeah, let's search for things where goodies might be hidden. Uh, I rolled a 12, and that goes to a 17. Okay, um, you are able to find a, it's, uh, it's not a well-concealed door, um, but it appears to be a door to sort of a private area that he has in the back. All right. Um, essentially his office. Sure. Um, and inside there, you see a, a letter on there, and it's, it looks like he's he had cr- uh, whoever was in the office, presumably Roddick, um, had crumpled up the letter and angrily thrown it off to the side. Okay, so we'll just pocket that. Okay, I'm not gonna read it first. Nope. I'm sure it got not much. In- if it's crumpled up, how much value could it possibly have? <laughs> right. <laughs> Can't be valued to anybody. It's all crumpled up. Okay, let's read it. <laughs> so he pockets it, pulls it back out, uncrumples it. And reads it. So uh, when he when you read it, 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 um, it pretty much what it said. Uh, we uh, we request a um, a nominal payment for our protection services. Sincerely, the Artificers League. The Artificers League. Mm, that's probably the. They want so it's basically shakedown money. And it looks like it was just crumpled up and thrown to the side. So like he got it, read it, got torqued at it, torqued the side. Mm-hmm. Alright, I go back inside because I can't help with the tracking anymore. I'm gonna want to check and see what these guys found. Anything else of interest in the room though? Um, there's probably like another cash box in here. Oh, we should try to open that one. Oh yeah, yeah give it a shot. <laughs> Woo, with 13. Uh, again, these locks are impenetrable. <laughs> well, we definitely got to take these rocks. Roddick has, has apparently amazing locks. <laughs> Incredible. Can I, can I try to work at it a little bit longer to see if I figure out where these tracks are going? Sure. Yeah, go ahead and give me another survival check. Okay. All right. Is an 18 a little bit better? From a nine? Mm, or an eight? From an eight. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you're able to tell that some of these horse tracks are deeper than others. Um, there's one specific set of them that appears to have been uh, made by a much heavier horse. Um, and based upon the description you've gotten from everyone else, that's probably your best bet as far as what, uh, where, if, if what they told you about the tracks is accurate, that they probably went off that way. So you could probably try to. Um, find them, you know. Find, follow those, and figure out where your uh, where your pr- prospective quarry went to. All right. I think I'll go back into the shop and make sure to tell these guys. Hey, guys. Um, I think I've been able to figure out where that that clockwork horse went. If you guys are interested in following. Sure. Did you guys find anything? I would no. like to detect magic to see if I. See any magic? I guess in in this in the shop. There is magic in the shop. But this doesn't tell me specifically which one. It does not tell you what is magical. It detects within a 30-foot emanation, right. presence or absence. It's not until higher level you can tell what is magical. Right. Okay. Well, that's nice. We track the horse. All right. So I guess uh, then uh, we'll, we'll go down the path of where the tracks lead us. Okay. How big are these lock boxes? Um, Would they I, both fit in the pack? They're, they'd be a little bit bulky in the pack, but you can fit them both in your back. Super. I mean, they're they're probably, you know, half the size of a sheet of paper and then maybe a few inches thick. Oh, yeah. Cool. <laughs> Is there any, like, spell reagents within this shop? 
Um, yeah, you can find some things. Uh, it looks like there there's probably like the, um, a few things that you could probably use for your spell reagents. You in in this system, it's there's there's not specific. It's just material components. Right. I, I, I would warn you guys, though, that you are in presence of a city guard and taking things from a shop that are not yours. I never said I was taking anything. Probably not a good idea. <laughs> I never said I took anything. I was just curious if they had anything. Aren't you outside tracking horses? <laughs> <laughs> I think they're going, there's a horse right there! <laughs> Get it! Why is your bag so full? <laughs> Reason. Uh, I'm just imagining this as, as <laughs> the bag keeps getting bigger. Well, well, up in Aether, I'm having conversations like, you really shouldn't be. And then, like, what's that horse over there? He looks back and he looks back and helps back his. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I don't know where all that stuff went. <laughs> actually, I'm going to take the letter and actually get. What do you make of this? The letter. Oh, that is that is interesting. Artificers League. Uh, I think I've heard of them before, but I'm not sure where. Who's this artificer? <coughs> Artificers. Artificer. Who's this artificer, and why is, why does he have a league? Artificer is a crafter of <laughs> mechanical objects, like the dragonflies. Uh, possibly. It would, it, there would, was, it would make sense. There was the marking inside that one dragonfly that was something League. We could make out the League, but we couldn't make out the Artificers. That, that would probably make sense. Because that makes much more sense than Justice. So does the justice? Artificers League... I guess we follow the horse, but it'd be interesting to see if the horses take us to their... Do they have a place in town, a building in town? Um, I'm not sure. Let me... Uh, you're, you're not aware of one. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, well, let's just follow the horse then. Cool. All right. So um, I'm going to ask you to give me uh, succeed on three survival checks before you fail on two of them. Okay. Can I assist him on this? Sure. Anyone who wants to assist can roll, and if they get a 10, they they, they successfully help, and if they don't, then they... I only roll. I said, didn't roll a 10. I rolled a 17. That's, that's enough okay. to give him plus two. 10 or more. 10 or more. Okay. I got a 18 plus 3, so that's 21 plus okay. 2 from his. So, so that, is a, that is a success. Is that a critical success? It is not a critical success. Okay. Uh, that is an 11. And I gave you plus 2. So that'd be a 13. 13. That is not a success. Okay. Um... This would not be a success as well. Well, uh, what did you get for your assisting? I I rolled in that one, which gives you negative ten. So I think we went. I think these tracks lead back the other direction. <laughs> <laughs> so with negative and I rolled in two, so I'm convinced you're right. So you got a negative six, which actually gives you a minus two. So what's your overall? So if my so you rolled a two? two? I rolled a two, that'd be a five, so it'd be minus two. Two, so it'd be a three. Okay, so that's a critical failure. Okay, so we're, we are going back the other direction. Yeah, right. you, you probably are going back there, and at this point you need two successes in a row, or else you lost the tracks. <sighs> um, so if, if, hold on. Can I, if I help, if I roll a one, does it hurt him? Yes. All right, never mind. Just I'm, like what? Mark just did, yeah. yeah. Okay, so we'll just do this. Uh, that is a four, so I could probably use a hero point and reroll. You certainly can. Hopefully, I don't die. Well, this die was not kind to me, so a three is not any better. So, and I did not add anything to you. So, unfortunately, you lost the tracks. Mm, that's unfortunate. So, um, you have a choice of you can go back to where you found the tracks and try to follow them again. Or you can try to see, maybe ask around and see if see if you can well, find information about. Let's, let's ask around. Uh, diplomacy. There's human tracks around here too, real. Ten and seven. I got seventeen. Okay. So, what kind of questions are you asking? Um, did you happen to see or hear any large mechanical objects going in any direction? Anything that would have sounded like a. 
a dragon a dragonfly beating its wings about the size of a chihuahua. I don't know. <laughs> what, first of all, what's a chihuahua? What's oh, a chihuahua? You might, you might know it as a chihuahua. <laughs> um, so one person, you go, yeah, I saw one. Actually, it was being chased by a, a bunch of people. You were one of them. I don't know. What no, were no, you no. chasing it for? This is the bit. I'm looking for a, 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 tom- a big horse. Type. Oh, well, I didn't see any giant horse dragonflies. Okay. Did you see like a crowd of dragonflies besides the one we were chasing? A crowd of dragonflies. What no. Dragon, I what a big Did horse you hear fly. anything? Uh, I heard some buzzing throughout the day. Yeah, it's kind of been strange. I figured that we just had a lot more infestation of, of flies or something like that. Okay. But, um, no, I haven't seen any big uh, mass group of flies or a giant horse. Um, Do you want to try? Sure. What about you? Diplomacy. Diplomacy. 19. 19. Tell me what you know! <laughs> <laughs> I'm also using my... Diplomacy? Let's see. That's a 20. Okay. Um, the two of you guys together... I'll hold his arms. You yell at him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, eventually find uh, so one person who goes, Yeah, I saw... It looked, didn't look like a dragonfly. It looked like... Yeah, it wasn't a horse either. It was a... Uh, it was a creature. It had two... Or had four legs... On the ground, it looked like a horse, but then it also had an upper body and was carrying a dwarf over its shoulder. It looked like a, a, a like an ogre's upper body on a horse lower body, uh, with the exception of the fact that it was all entirely mechanized. Um, it was a horger. <laughs> <laughs> sure, something like a that. A horse ogre. Which direction did it go? <laughs> Uh, last I saw it, I went, and he kind of points down a, a different alley. And he goes, I, I didn't want to go anywhere near it. I didn't see what it was. It seemed to, there were a couple other people that, that tried to, you know, figure out what it was, and it simply grabbed them and took them with it. Mm. So I steered as clear and pretended I didn't see it at all. Thank you for the info. So let's see if we can pick up the track down that alleyway. Yep. All right. Try again. All right. We can see if we can pick the tracks. Um, is a uh, 14. 14? Plus two. Plus two. I had 17. Okay. So that gives you a plus two. So 16. Um, you, yeah, you successfully pick up the tracks again okay. from here. And they look similar to the tracks you, had, you saw from before. Okay. So you begin following them. All right. As uh, 18. And I have a, let's see, this is survival, so 13 yeah. on top of it. Okay, so plus two, so 20. Uh, you're able to isolate it down to a small shack, a small, un, I guess, unknown house. Okay. Looks just like most of the other houses around here, has a thatch roof, uh, wood walls, pretty nondescript door. Looks like just a small residence, but. It seems like the, the tracks go all the way up to this building. You mean like ruins of the building or like... It looks about... If you could imagine the most nondescript building you could imagine, it, it looks about like that. Do I detect magic? Uh, are you casting detect magic? And how close are you to the building when you cast it? 29 feet. <laughs> and a half. <laughs> He's like leaning. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so the the shack is just out in the middle. There's no, no, it's, it's it's a house in like a row of okay. area. It, it's like a bit, a bunch of businesses. And I mean, I would like to warehouses you know, and stand up and walk like I'm a normal pretend you're a normal man. person. Yeah, normal person. Walk up, not right up to it, but maybe to the house next to it, and then okay. Uh, yes, you do detect the presence of magic. There's magic. <laughs> You're not. You're back with us, aren't you? So you're thirty feet away from him. So I'm more than thirty feet from him. No. Okay. All right. So it looks like. Do I know uh, how the man, Do I know how it works? Do no, I know how it no, man, you, you would not works? understand how the tech magic works because okay. you do not have the spell. I would. Don't you have that? No, I don't know. You have the cube. Never mind. No one knows he has the cube right now. Yeah. Well, I didn't know I have the cube. That's how successful it was. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go to the bag later. What the heck is this? 
Alright, uh, looks like it moves. Is the shack down there? Do we want to go down there and check it out? or? That's a really great idea. We'll use you. We'll use your role as a guard to be able to break into the place. Well, that that, do, that doesn't the give me the, the, the right to break in, but we can definitely uh, approach the residents and uh, see if we can find an owner. Okay. I'd be willing to do that. All right. So, how do you go about doing that? Oh, I walk uh, walk up to the residence and. Uh, it's a shack, you said, right? It's, it's a house. It's a small one-story house. One-story house. Completely and nondescript. Completely nondescript. As, not, as nondescript, this is not a pink house. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a pink house? Okay. Uh, no, no, no ponies. Okay. Roll little pink houses. Um, I, and I'll knock on the door, see if I can get a okay. uh, somebody I'm going to do a hide-and-sneak. Okay. Uh, uh, while they're kind of doing that, I'm going to... That sounds good. I'm going to do a stealth. Okay, so two of you guys are hiding. And I'll say, city guard. Yeah, you don't have to roll it right now. Um, so you do knock on the door and um, give me a quick perception check. 15. 15. The odd thing about you knock on the door, the door doesn't feel like a door. Okay. Uh, you can't, you don't. Understand it well enough to figure out exactly what it is. Is that hard or is it? It's it's hard. It's it's still physically hard, but it's doors are typically more um, like normally doors have a certain sound to them when you knock on it, and right. this this it seems slightly duller of a sound when you knock on it. Um, you kind of are almost inclined to go and knock on the wall next to it and mm-hmm. just see. Okay. And when you do. It sounds the exact same, as if the door and the wall are the same material. Okay. Doesn't seem right. Um, there's no answer. There, yeah, there is no answer. You do, oh, you do, well, give me another perception check really quick. All right. Uh, this would be a 20. Okay. You do hear some commotion on the inside of the building. Uh, I'll say, city guard, uh, I have some questions for you. Uh, if somebody would please come to the door. Still more commotion. No one answering the door. All right. Um, going around to the back to see if there's anything there. Still stealth. Okay. You probably will cause. <laughs> you won't need a warrant. Uh, uh, <laughs> I, th- I think I'll uh, announce one more time. City guard, you have one last chance to come to the door. Otherwise, we're coming in. All right. You still have no response. All right. All right. We'll see, try to um, break down the door then. Okay. Go ahead and give me a strength check. All right. So is that a 1d20 plus the strength? So plus your strength modifier, yes. Okay. Uh, the 21. 21. All right. So you... Put your shoulder into it and smash, and you actually uh, you knock the door open. Although, actually, it's more you knock a hole in the door and part of the wall. As you realize, as you smash it, um, that really this is all a facade. There is no door and there is no wall. It's all just wall. Mm-hmm. It's just somehow masterfully set up with the framing and the door to look like a door in a wall. Um, but you smash and... You actually put a whole lot of force into this, and you go in, and you fall. It's a gelatinous cube. Um, will I be able to uh, catch myself from falling with an acrobatics check? Uh, I'll let you do a reflex check. Okay. Uh, that would be an 11, so probably not so great. Okay. So the rest of the group, who is stealthing around, um, well... Nope. Two two thirds of the rest. Of the <laughs> um, see him kind of put his shoulder into it, and then put his shoulder into it a second time, and suddenly fall, and you just see him fall in, like as if just beyond the door is just nothing but a pit, mm. a hole, and he begins falling in, and he reaches up, grabs onto the ledge, at which point, just bef- just before you see, just this swarm of dragonfly automatons come and swarm him and pull him down at which point we're going to roll initiative sweet now those of you guys who are stealthing can use your stealth if you wish to for your initiative oh, yeah. instead of perception 
Twice as good as... All right, hop. A, with my plus seven, I got a nine. Nine, all right, and Aether. 20. Okay, and Tegan. 11. You guys were so excited to roll yourself. <laughs> yep. And Jathal. 13. Wow. Jathal <laughs> is second, is in second place. All right. <laughs> That's awesome. Moving up in the world. All right, so we are going to be entering a skill challenge. The goal of this is to save Aether. Does Aether get? Does Aether get to save himself? If Aether gets to contribute towards saving himself, sweet. So speaking of Aether, we will start off with you. So you are hanging on from a ledge, and you suddenly there are just these um, drag these automaton dragonflies. Though they appear to be smaller than the ones you saw earlier. Okay. Um, but they are kind of swarming you and grabbing onto you at various points and trying to pull you down okay. into whatever pit this is. Unfortunately, it's too dark in here to really get a good glimpse. Um, as an elf, you do have low light vision, I believe. Mm-hmm. So you can see a little bit further in. it. When you look down, it kind of just seems like swarming masses of things down there. Okay. Um, and occasionally you see a red light blink at random places down below. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'm going to try to climb my way back out of here. Okay. So that sounds like an athletics check. That might be correct. Uh, is that a... Um, let's see. That is a 23. 23 is a success. Is not a critical success. Though. Oh, man. <laughs> man, I thought I rolled good, too. <laughs> Last time it was a critical success. It must be getting harder. Okay, so you have one success in total. Jathal. He has he has successfully started to pull himself up, so about, uh, he's up to his waist up, um, getting out of the building. But he's also being swarmed, right? There are, you would guess anywhere between like 10 to 15 of the smaller versions of the ones you saw earlier swarming over, his, over him. Uh, they don't appear to have the giant knife sticking out of their bottom, so, you know, small victories, I suppose. I shield myself. Okay. Because I'm all about protecting myself. That makes sense. Are you doing anything else? Um, I, I'm gonna slowly start moving up, I guess. Okay. Ever so slightly. Okay. So judging you're... whether or not I want to get into the fray or not. Okay. So you are going to try to stealth your way up there to to remain out of sight. Mm, just slowly walk. Okay. So what skill are you using? Oh, I guess. Sure, I'll do stealth. Okay. I don't have any other ideas. Okay, go ahead and roll your stealth check. It's a four. Overall? Yep. All right. <laughs> do you have any hero points to spend, or are you nope. taking the failure? <laughs> All right. Yeah. Up next is... Tegan. All right, so... Stealth is not an option. That's okay. I'm gonna do acrobatics this time, and I'm gonna try to do the. Now I'm gonna do the backflip stuff. Okay. And try to basically, since I have martial discipline, I'm gonna be doing mixing my martial discipline with my acrobatics, and I'm gonna be like kicking the tar of these things. Okay, so you're gonna just try to like jump. You're jumping in just on the edge and just trying to beat them off. I'm I'm kung fuing them. Yeah. I'm good. I'm good with that. Acrobatics. It is. Are you like running across the hole, like stepping on them as you run? It's part of kung fu. Yes. I like that. I like that. Hey, natural 20. Natural 20. So that's plus 10 in addition. So 36. 36. That is not only a success, but a critical success. So you guys have that that riding re-roll. Sweet. Up next is Huff. Huff is going to... Yeah, you knock a a handful of them off of him. Um, And it's... Unfortunately, it seems like every time you knock some off, another one comes. Ah, my kung fu not good enough. Kung Fu is pretty good. I mean, he's, he's at this point freed up that he could climb out, but there, there's definitely a swarm has been disturbed. Sweet. Uh, I am going to do a thievery to see if I can disable 
Okay. Uh, so are are we in the building? So he ran into the building. He's in the building. You guys are on the outside of the building. The goal right. is at this point to probably, one, prevent your friend from dying. And two, either, um, is your goal then to get everyone inside safely to figure out what's going on in here and maybe save your friend? Or is your goal to get away from here and run? Uh, not to escape. It's more to, can I feel compelled to help these people? These people. And... Uh, at the same time, like maybe have an escape route for people to get out because there's a bunch of them. So maybe a I'm trying to think like how do I do I do like a I'm trying to think that I need to get into the building first off. So maybe hide. I'm gonna you kind of use a thievery hiding. Okay. That's that's stealth, isn't it? Um, so if you're wanting to try to sneak your way in past without being noticed by the things, that would be stealth. If you're wanting to maybe. See if you can grab one of them and maybe set off like an, you know, use its electrical charts and maybe set off an EMP to maybe stun a bunch of them. That would be thievery. I'm going to do a stealth then. I think stealth. I'll sneak in and sort of try to assess the situation from inside to make an escape route. Okay. So that is a 16. 16 is a success. So you have the three successes. And we need an eight. It's an eight three. You need eight, eight before you get three. All right. Super. All right. So, after Hup, we are back around to Aether. All right. Well, seeing these these little things keep on swarming around me like there's no business, I think I'm going to try to grab one and smash it into another one to kind of make them think that it's I'm not an easy target and that uh, they have to get to me carefully. To your, is that sound like intimidation? I, I think... Yeah. Okay. Trying to essentially assert yourself as a more more of a threat than you appear. Yeah. Yeah, that's intimidating. I would, I would say that's intimidating. Right. Uh, 14. 14? Mm-hmm. 14 is a success. Sweet. All right. So, yeah, you're able to take a few of them and smash them together. And, yeah, essentially for every, every three that are on you, two of them are destroyed. Uh, you know, there's still more coming. But there are. By the time you're done smashing a bunch of them, there's fewer on you than there were before. Additionally, you do notice that some of them appear to be. Yeah, they they have that same like electrical explosion ability, but it's not. Um, whatever it is is not. It it doesn't appear to damage you, um, but it does appear to damage the other ones around it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's more like a static charge than a full on zappy charge. All right, up next is Jethal. Mm-hmm. Zap him. Arcana, zap him. Jethal's like, I'm going to run away. I'm, I'm done here. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so I want to... I guess, uh, act uh, in a way that I'm going to kind of... Walk. I'm going to start walking up to it, but I'm going to, instead of trying to kind of sneakily do it, I'm going to, I guess, act like I'm just a nonchalant, regular, normal guy. Sounds like deception. I was thinking performance. Like, I mean, you can do performance, too. I'd allow that. I was thinking performance. Yeah, uh, either one would be acceptable. Uh, 23. 23 is a success. All right. So, yeah, you're able to kind of walk up to the door and be like, hmm, I'm just a totally normal person around here. <laughs> Don't know anything about any of these uh, mechanical bugs or whatnot. Nope. Don't know nothing. After Jithal with his convincing uh, performance, we will go to Tegan. I'm going to act like I'm going to kung fu him again, except this time, instead of actually kung fuing him, I'm going to give um, Aether a hand. Okay, so uh, that would probably be uh, athletics to pull him up. Oh, oh, okay. No, I'm not going to do that then. I was trying to throw them off their game. Um, to, 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 trying to do deception. Um, yeah, if you can come up with a good use for deception, I, I have no problem with you using deception. Uh, I just don't know what these guys are afraid of. Um, the ground. 
right? <laughs> I'm going to pretend like I'm going to Kung Fu him again, except this time I'm going to zap him. How's with, that? With what? Uh, the produce flame. Oh, you mean blast him? Yeah, blast him. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Zap him, generally, to me, at least, implies electricity. So. Fair enough. Blast him. All right. So you're going to try to, like, oh, I'm going to punch you, Axel. I'm going to shoot you with fire. Yeah. All right. Um, now, uh, I'd like you to, at this point in time, explain to the explain to us and also the listeners, what does your fire look like? So, um, the fire that I produce um, starts off in both hands as I separate the hands. Um, sometimes I can just kind of hold it out and it just extends as it's like a, a orb that comes out from my hands. It's reddish, orange, um, but... The flame, instead of like a regular fire, it, it kind of looks like it's alive. So it's almost like tongues are licking out of it. Or when I shoot it, it's the same thing. Um, it's a it's a small condensed fireball, but instead of it looking like regular, like a sun or a fireball, it actually looks like it's the flames are trying to lick things, like it's hungry, and it's got a red reddish orange tint to it. All right. So go ahead mm. and give me an arcana. Or are you, so are you going to do arcana for that one, or are you going to do diploma? Or I'm sorry, religion. I was going to do deception, like it was okay. kind of a faint attack. Do it. So twenty-one. Twenty-one. All right. Yeah. So you successfully are able to uh, fake them out and then successfully blast them. Sweet. Um, with that. Uh, also, since you did catch as many of them off guard as you did, you kind of realized you created a chain reaction as one shoots off its its electric sort of shockwave, hitting another one, hitting the kind of making a little shockwave, knocking on a much larger group of them than you thought. Sweet. And you guys are at six successes now. So up next is. Oh. I'm going to try to use Thievery, the disable device, to try to grab one of them and disable him. Okay. Fourteen. That is a success. <laughs> so my guess is by the skin of your teeth. <laughs> so um, by disable them, can you give me a little more uh, explanation on exactly what you're trying to do? I'm trying to basically take them apart and get into the inner workings because I I'm thinking when you said zap, I thought maybe if it's more electrical, there might be some battery type activity in there. We could just zap them with other ones. There, there is, and in fact, yeah, you you actually with your success, you're able to disable a couple of them because they're not that large in size. Sure. Um, and yeah, you find that there is, yes, there is actually a centralized sort of, um, some sort of a mechanism. You're not quite sure exactly how it works, but it's, it's, it produces a charge. It's what keeps the entire device working, but also it's what essentially blows up when, when the larger ones you saw right. explode or, or shoot the, the electricity out, which fries the rest of the inner workings as well as anything else within a certain range. Okay. Um, so yes, you, you are able to do that. Are you... With your thievery check, are you going to have done anything, or are you just essentially trying to ascertain this at this point? I'm trying to ascertain so that in my next one I can use. Uh, oh. So in the future, I can kind of understand, maybe use that from a attack mode to shock, make one shock another. I'm, I'm going to say, since you guys are so close to either success or victory at this point, I, I'd like you to go a little bit more aggressive on actually trying, as opposed to information gathering like sure. so you can do that take it apart and then you can essentially like dive in and like try to set something off in the middle yep so let's let's try to then let's jump in to a uh, a group of them and try to uh, use the electrical charge from one to try to disable the other okay. so chain reaction yeah so yeah um hub is actually able to do pretty much exactly that um i actually saw this giant shockwave that seems to stun Virtually all of them, at which point they all just stop and fall, even the ones that are on Aether. However, now Hup is going down the, down the hole under relative control, but he is going to be in there at this point. In the hole? I'm going to try to tr- craft a Faraday cage next time. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, Aether is still inside the building but he's kind of pulled himself up to his waist prior to this point speaking of Aether it's his turn alright I am going to try to grab a hold of Hup and pull us both out alright um, as he's diving down in give me an athletics check which he can do because that's not what he did last turn correct okay is a 14 a 14 is a success you guys overall are successful you reach over and you grab him and see, he's essentially hanging off your arm down below you. Um, 
and uh, the two of you are now hanging on, and there does he so he does not fall to his death. I appreciate that. I'll take that clay tablet. Oh, thanks. <laughs> and the two of you are in the building. What are you talking about? At which point, the other thing is, is the the rest of them land at the bottom. You see a lot less swarming around the building, um, and you also see at the bottom of this there is apparently appears to be some sort of a a, a body at the bottom of this hole. Uh, what kind of body is that? A human, dwarven? It's it's a medium sized creature, but you're far enough away you can't quite make it out. Okay. And also, it's lower light. Yeah, he, uh, Hup, cannot see what it is, being human, but as an elf having low light vision, you're able to see better exactly what it is. What is it? What is it? What do you see? There's a body down there. We'll we'll have to figure out what that is. All right. Why don't we be down there? All right. So, what do you guys do? Um, I am going to, uh, Reaching in my pack, and I think I'll gonna tie a rope and see if we can climb our way back down into there. Okay. To go investigate. The the two of you, uh, Tegan and Jethal. I will go. I will. If there's someone in, injured down there, that I will. I will go to help you. I will stand at the top. And guard the top. As is the way of Jethal. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So as as our heroes descend into the uh, into this pit to try to figure out what this body is at the bottom. Uh, and hopefully these automatons don't wake back up again before uh, they get down to the bottom. We'll join our heroes next time to see what happens. Thank you for joining us for Paper, Pencil, Dice Podcast, a tabletop role-playing podcast. 